They say that a mind is a terrible thing to waste. Well, generally, that's a true statement. But in this case, there really isn't much mind left in D. Scott's head anyway, so the only thing we're really wasting here is your time. Welcome inside the mind of D. Scott. Ladies and gentlemen, we are experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand by. Another episode of Inside the Mind of D. Scott. Thank you so much for checking it out because I am D. Scott. And if you were not listening, then this podcast would really be for nothing. Just me talking into a microphone for 15, 20 minutes about nonsense. So as always, thank you for checking it out. And uh, if you could be so kind as to like it and share it and subscribe to it or follow it, whatever you got to do, tell your friends to tell a friend that I do have a podcast. And every once in a while, I say some stuff that's interesting. Uh, I would definitely appreciate that. Uh, before I jump into what I did this past weekend, I, I I do wonder how some people have made it this far in life. Like, seriously, do you realize how many bad drivers there are in this world? I was on my way into the studio. Quick story, quick story, I promise. On my way into the studio, I'm driving by a fast food restaurant, okay? And there is a person trying to get into the turning lane that seems to be uh, backed up a little bit. It's the one that I'm in, as a matter of fact. There's got to be eight cars in this lane that they're trying to get into. And there is another left-hand turning lane Right next to it, this person is sitting basically with the tail end of their car in oncoming traffic, waiting to get into the lane that I'm in, only to turn into that turning lane that's been open the entire time. They ended up like right next to me, taking the left hand turn the same time I did. I'm like, you, but you couldn't see that? Like it was right there. You didn't see it? How did you miss that? First of all, they're lucky that they didn't cause an accident. And it's, this is like that time of year, too, like around the holidays, where the bad drivers come out in full force. And it's it's just as bad, even though, you know, most people are doing their online shopping at this point, especially because, you know, a lot of people are afraid to go to the malls or whatever or just can't go to the mall because of COVID. Thanks, COVID. Thanks a lot. Uh, so, But there's still people out there, and they're, they're horrible drivers. Like, we are getting worse and worse at driving. It's unbelievable, and it scares the dickens out of me. I'm trying not to curse, okay? Uh, it scares me because my oldest daughter is driving. My youngest daughter is just a few years away from driving, and they're going to have to deal with the idiots on the road. Like, I'm, oh, I'm like fearing for their safety and at the same time want to give them the freedom that they deserve with, you know, your driver's license. Like, here you go. Look at you making a step into adulthood. So anyway, so the best that I can do is teach them how to drive and how to how to be smart about stuff and to worry about themselves and defensive driving while not being too defensive, uh, aggressive, defensive driving, if that makes sense. Anyway, uh, let's jump into what I did this past weekend, because it, although, you know, the numbers seem to be going up and stuff like that, I had a little bit of normalcy return to my life. I got to go to a dance competition slash convention over the weekend with my youngest daughter. And of course, her mother and her stepmother were there and uh, her friend from the studio was there as well. So we had a couple of families together and it was uh, it was pretty awesome. It was really, really awesome. They went to uh, NYCDA in New Hampshire and it was a it was a blast, man. First and foremost, Got to see my daughter and her friend Maya get up on stage and perform their solos. Uh, hadn't seen them dance on stage since July of 2019. So to see these kids do their solos, and not just theirs, all these kids, to get up on stage 
and be able to perform and do something that they've missed so much. I know, and it's not like I know every single kid that was at this convention. That would be impossible since they were from all over the place. Um, but to see our kids and just kids in general getting on stage and doing what they love to do, which is performing. They, they love to dance. They, they're doing it because they love it. I'm sure some of those kids have overbearing dance parents. Of course they do. But the kids general, genuinely love to dance. At least I can speak on my daughter's behalf and also Maya, uh, our, our friend from the studio, her behalf and their family. They're not forced to do this stuff. It's something that they thoroughly enjoy. So to get to see them get up there, and I'll tell you what, man, Maya and my daughter Maddie absolutely looked amazing on stage. They both smashed their solos. It was so refreshing to be able to see that. And then the rest of the weekend was filled with master classes with um, pretty well-established teachers from all over the dance world that are also uh, employees of NYCDA and uh, it's New York City Dance Alliance, just in case you were wondering what NYCDA is, since you probably, you know, aren't in the dance world, such as myself and my kid, but, um, or one of my kids, uh, but it was awesome just to watch the classes and just to hang out and, and be a part of something that we've been a part of since Maddie was two and a half years old. You know, we've been going to a bunch of dance things like this, although this was Maddie's first convention and uh, she, she loved it. She loved taking the classes. She was super excited to learn. She, she's always been known as a tapper. Uh, and if you go to my, uh, my Facebook page or if we're friends on Facebook, or if you go to my Instagram, which is at D Scott radio, I believe is what my Instagram is. Hang on. Let me double check that so that I'm not giving out false information. Yeah. D Scott radio on Instagram. You can actually watch my daughter's full solo. Uh, I got it on there. Thanks to IGTV. Cause you can't, you know, you, God forbid you post something that's over a minute long. Uh, so I got the IGTV. I posted her, uh, her solo, but uh, so she's always been known as a tapper, but she got to take contemporary classes. She got to take uh, some ballet, some hip hop, jazz, you know, and, and some of the stuff she was a little bit nervous about. I'm not going to lie. And she told us flat out because, you know, she's not as well versed in some of those other styles, although she has come a long way since joining her new studio, CDAI, Capital District Arts Initiative, which, by the way, is starting a new semester in January. If your kid is interested in uh, in the performing arts, in dance, awesome, awesome new studio here in the Capital Region. If you're local, uh, they also do classes online, by the way, virtually, if you're listening not in the Capital Region. This is not a commercial for them, and they're not paying me to talk about their place. I am just thoroughly in love with the studio that my daughter is dancing at, Capital District Arts Initiative, run by Corey and Jenna Snide. Uh, I highly recommend you look them up and find out their credentials. You can check them out online as well. Uh, just search Capital District Arts Initiative and all of their their website and everything will pop up. Uh, Corey Snide, which is actually my daughter's uncle, has been has worked on Broadway. He was in Cats. He was in West Side Story. Uh, he was in the, the London performance of Billy Elliot years ago as a child. He was in that. So, um to, to learn, to be able to learn from him as your dance teacher is amazing. And Jenna, his sister, also the other co-founder of Capital District Arts Initiative is an amazing teacher as well. They're great with kids. They're great mentors. They're good people, which is kind of what you want your kids around when they are learning one of the performing arts is, you know, and I, I, I can speak nothing but good things about them. 
granted they are my daughter's aunt and uncle, but no, they are, they are good humans. Okay. Cause they're not blood related to me. They're actually not even related to me cause it's on my wife's side of the family and, uh, they're just, but they are part of my extended family. It's a modern family type thing. And, um, I, they're, they're just they're just great people and great to learn from. So if your kid is interested in dance, highly recommend Capital District Arts Initiative. Back to my weekend, no. Yeah, so we got to watch uh, a bunch of master classes, kind of, sort of, peeking in here and there. Um, the place that we did find that I thought was amazing uh, while we were in New Hampshire was a, uh, a restaurant because, you know, you get hungry and you don't always want to just eat the, the fast food stuff or the quick, you know, get a sub or whatever. Um, we found a place called The Thirsty Moose, okay? It's a tap house, which is why I found it. But it worked out because it was like literally 300 feet from the uh, the hotel that the convention was at for us. So we got to walk to it was a three minute walk. You couldn't beat it. But we went in there, had an amazing beer menu at this place, a bunch of uh, a bunch of different beers on tap, micro brews, local brews, stuff like that. I had a double pig's ear. I don't even know what this thing was called. It was like a double pig's ear or something or other. But it was a, it was a double brown ale. It was like eight. 8.4 ABV. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Whew. It was so delicious. And I'm not really much of a brown ale guy. I like the darker beers every now and then. Right. But I've been drinking a lot of IPAs because that's what all the dads drink that I hang out with. So, uh, but this, this brown ale was tremendous. Had a couple of those and, uh, we got chicken wings at this place because as I was online searching for places to eat and I read some of the reviews at the thirsty, Tur- thirsty moose, excuse me. And, uh, I found out that one person wrote best chicken wings in New Hampshire. Now, I don't know that. Okay. Obviously they maybe don't know that. I'm sure they haven't eaten every single chicken wing in New Hampshire, but I'll tell you what, they were friggin' delicious. Okay. They were absolutely amazing. They smoke their wings. And then on top of that, they also ask you if you want them fried or baked. So I got mine fried. I got spicy barbecue. They had a ton of flavors, by the way, a uh, bunch of different sauces, you know, your typical stuff. But then, excuse me, I, uh, I got the spicy barbecue because something my daughter turned me on to is uh, like a medium hot, like a medium sauce with barbecue mixed. And they happen to have that on the menu. So it was a choice. I didn't have to go, oh, can you mix medium with barbecue? I just had to, I just said spicy barbecue and they were amazing. Weird thing about the wings at this place though, is they don't separate them. Normally you get a drumstick and a flat, right? And they're, they're, they're cut. They cut them at the place normally uh, that you go to, or that's how they come. You get the flats, you get the drumsticks, you know, and if you order 12, you get six and six or however the the portion happens to be. Um, Not at this place. It was the flat and the drumstick connected. It was weird. I didn't, I didn't quite know what to do, but you had to rip them apart and stuff like that. So I ordered six, which is 12 wings. I ate like four. Okay. It maybe, maybe four. So well, that's like eight wings. Yeah, no, that makes sense. So, and then my, and then Maddie, my daughter ordered the same as me, but she didn't eat them all. So I took hers home. They had an amazing, amazing blue cheese at this place. I, I can't say anything but good stuff about the thirsty moose in New Hampshire, Manchester, New Hampshire. Um, and then we went back for lunch the next day, me and the other dance dad that I was hanging out with from the capital district arts initiative, uh, Chris, we went back over there for a couple of more beers and I got some food. We had, uh, what did we get? Pulled pork sandwiches, which were delicious, by the way. They were absolutely delicious, but weird because I had never had a pulled pork sandwich with melted cheese on it. I didn't, I didn't even see that when I looked at it on the menu, but I'll tell you what, it worked, man. The pulled pork was delicious. Uh, I got tater tots with the, with the sandwich, a couple of beers, 
man, it was a, it was a good time. And then, you know, just again, being at the dance competition slash convention and having some normalcy back in the world in which I've been a part of for over a decade at this point. Uh, it was it was pretty awesome. And then, that you know, so that was Friday. They did the solo Saturday um, with classes all day. And that's when we went to lunch. And then on Sunday, it was another couple of hours of classes. And then uh, it turns out Maya, one of the girls from our studio, was picked as a finalist for the uh, excellent dancer or what it was something, uh, you know, awesome dancer. I don't know what it was, but she was picked for uh, the, the teen category, which is great for her. Maddie and my daughter and Timothy, the uh, the young boy that's part of Capital District Arts Initiative that was at this convention as well. He got a scholarship. Maddie got a scholarship. Maya got a scholarship all for their tap, which is awesome. Uh, They all stem from a pretty good, they have a great tap background. Let's just put it that way. They have a great tap background, the three of them. uh, They definitely do very, very well in tap. And they got scholarships, which it was funny. I I told my dad about it. My dad's like, so what does that mean? And I'm like, I have no idea. This is the first time Maddie's ever won a scholarship. But I think it's like free something, taking classes at another convention, I don't know if it's a regional or the nationals. I didn't really care. I don't even know if Maddie's going to do another NYCDA this year, or maybe I can use it. Maybe we can use it next year. But it, the fact that she was recognized, she did get a platinum for her solo, by the way, which is awesome. If they score on, like, for those of you that don't know, uh, if they score on a scale of like 300, that means Maddie scored somewhere between like 294 and 300 or something to that effect. Um, so she was she was up there, although. Uh, we neither of our girls placed, which is fine. There was 19 solos, uh, which is a lot, by the way. That is a lot. Like that's something that you see when you go to nationals, and there's a ton of studios there, and there's like a total of 1,200 entries. Um, but them not placing really didn't matter. Would have been cool, sure, yeah. But you know what? They got to get on stage. They did the damn thing. They had a great time, which is really what it was all about. And they were both extremely happy with the performance that they put on on stage this weekend. So really, what are we going to complain about? Really, like I'm not, I wouldn't complain anyway. Like there's nothing to complain about. She got to dance and take from some amazing teachers at NYCDA. So Joe Lantieri of NYCDA, everybody that was involved in NYCDA this past weekend in Manchester, New Hampshire. Thank you so much. We definitely appreciated your time. You did a great job of keeping everyone safe. Everyone had to wear masks in the class. Everybody was social distanced. Everybody was following the guidelines that they needed to follow. And on top of that, they got to go in there and have an amazing time and learn from some great teachers. So it was just a, it was just a great weekend. It was a job well done by NYCDA. So I tip my hat to them. That is uh, pretty much it. That, that's where my life is at at this point, right? You know, just just looking forward to the next time we get to do that. So um, real quick, if you could, my buddy Eddie Hernandez could use your prayers. Um, he's going through some stuff. I don't want to get too personal about what it is because it's not my business to share. But if you're the praying type or you just want to send some goodwill to Eddie Costello, Eddie Hernandez, a brother of mine, uh, one of my best friends on the planet. So some prayers and, and some good, you know, just some good vibes towards uh, sent to uh, Eddie, Eddie Costello. If you could do that for me, it would be appreciated. Also to my mom, who um, we found out has COVID. Yeah, but she's all right. It's nothing, nothing really, really mad. Uh, she says she's fine, you know, not having a hard time breathing or stuff like that. But she did test positive. So she's down in Florida quarantining for a couple of weeks or 10 days. Getting my mom to sit still for, you know, more than an hour is damn near impossible. But uh, some some positive vibes and prayers towards my mother. If you could pass those along as well, could definitely uh, would definitely appreciate that. 
I am probably not going to drop another episode until after the holidays. So uh, I know Hanukkah is going on right now. I believe it's still going on. So if you celebrate Hanukkah, happy Hanukkah. Uh, For those of you that celebrate Christmas, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to everybody. I will try to drop something between Christmas and New Year's. Uh, We can recap what happened on Christmas and and the excitement of my girls when they're getting some pretty awesome gifts this year. Um, And that is pretty much it. So there you go. Tell your friends to tell a friend to tell a friend about Inside the Mind of D. Scott, this wonderful podcast. I definitely appreciate it. Share it, like it, subscribe to it, follow it. And uh, that is pretty much it. Some big news in the works. I will share that when the time is right with everyone. But uh, for now, just know that we got some things in the works. Okay? So be on the lookout. And uh, I'll fill you in when I can. All right? That's the episode. Thank you so much for checking it out. Please, uh, would you mind saying that again? Sweat the technique. Don't sweat the technique. Let's trace the hints and check the file. Let's see who bit the dot tech the style. I flip the script so they can't get filed. At least not now, it'll take a while. I change the pace to complete the beat. I drop the bass to MCs, get weak For every road they trace, it's a scar they keep Cause when I speak, they freak to sweat the technique To let the mic smoke Now I slam it when I'm done And make sure it's broke When I'm going, no one gets on Cause I won't let nobody press up And mess up the scene I set I like to stand in a crowd And watch the people wonder Damn, but think about it Then you understand I'm just an addict Addicted to music Maybe it's a habit I gotta use it Even if it's jazz Or the quiet storm I hook a beat up Converted into hip-hop form Write a rhyme and graffiti in Every show you see me in Deep concentration Cause I'm no comedian Jokers are wild If you wanna be tame I treat you like a child then you're gonna be named